Validas Tool and Library Qualification Podcast with your host, Oskar Slotosch. Hello, welcome. My name is Oskar Slotosch. I'm an iron expert in tool qualification and avoidance of tool qualification. And I'm Ivana Kuricic, your friendly representative of the audience. Welcome to our 25th episode. We are, of course, a quarter of the way to 100. But we are not in such relaxed times. With the coronavirus threat across the world, even in Bavaria, where Validas is located, there have been some restrictions on movement and operations. But our podcast goes on. Yes, we are doing, as always, we are doing it uh, from home and without big changes. So, so the world changes, but not the way how we do our podcast. Well, today's topic is uh, qualification kits, and I'm happy to do this. But before, I'd like to thank for a very good feedback on iTunes. We thank you, Verda. This was really a great feedback, which motivates us to do even more and even better um, podcast episodes for you and all other listeners, of course. When it comes to the work Validas does and focuses on for most of its operations, and even in these unusual times, it usually revolves around the Q-Kit, which we've talked about in our previous episodes. The Q-Kit or the Qualification Kit. And this episode, we're going to devote to exactly that, the basics. So we are going to talk about the Tool Qualification Kits. Oscar, can we summarize what are these? Well, a qualification kit, uh, a kit is always something like a toolbox or something helpful. And a qualification kit is uh, not more and less than helpful things that help qualification or during qualification. So there is no uh, defined notion what is a Q-kit. And in the safety standard, it's not even mentioned to have a qualification kit or no really formal definition. So my way to define a qualification kit is everything that helps during qualification. So that sounds pretty vague, but it also means that we can interpret it in many ways and it can be very useful if used correctly. A qualification kit, uh, of course, is something useful for qualification. But what is qualification? Qualification means to show that the tool works correctly in the environment of the tool user. So if I'm as a tool provider, have tested the tool and everything is fine, I still don't know whether it's working on the, in the environment of the tool user. So there might be different operating systems, there might be uh, other uh, whatever libraries around, versions of other tools around. I cannot really ensure whether my tool is working correctly in the environment of the tool user. And that's what our qualification kit should show. It should show that the tool is working correctly in the environment of the user. We have an approach to build qualification kits that we consider very helpful to customers. And I have seen also other examples that um, were of less help. And we have already made an episode, what is a good qualification kit? And of course, we try to deliver good and helpful qualification kits. And that's why we built this test automation unit to test it in the environment of the user. And that's why we are providing the test cases to the user that he can run it and see it. In Validas, what do you consider to be a good and helpful qualification kit? How do you define it? Well, uh, a good qualification kit is something that helps a lot. So, um, <laughs> and well, maybe you, you need to step back a bit 
and say, okay, what help is this in, within the safety standard? So a safety standard is, uh, well, a document, and within the documents, there are many requirements. And the, you, the customer has to comply with them. And um, if tool qualification maybe is uh, about 80 requirements from 2000, then um, covering all 80 requirements is quite helpful. But if you cover only 20 of those 80, is not so helpful. So this is something you can clearly measure how many requirements of the safety standard you help to cover with your qualification kits. And of course also, um, how much work is it then to do the uh, to apply the qualification kit to follow the process? How good is it, good? Is it automated? What about the documents? How clear are they? How long does it take to do a qualification? All those are attributes that make up a good qualification kit. It's a bit of a balance between efficiency and good coverage then. Yes, of course. This is a good qualification kit helps in covering many things and is efficient. But that's different from a valuable qualification kit. So a valuable qualification kit saves a lot of work. So if you don't have it, you would have to do many mitigations and other things. So this is also a bit, uh, of course, a valuable qualification kit is also a good one. So this is, uh, but it's a bit of different notation. What is the value of a qualification kit? A bit like what we have talked last time when we were talking on how to save money with two qualification. When it comes to a regular user, if they're treating the QKit as some sort of a black box, what is their experience with it? Are they even aware that it exists? Do they interact with it? Or do they just give you their specifications, their pieces of software and code, and wash their hands? Well, uh, you can see maybe from a management point of view, a qualification kit, something like create confidence, and you uh, can use it to qualify the tool, and then the tool is qualified. And you will get a safety manual that you can follow. So this is the black box view from the process point of view. So you do first classification and then qualification of the critical tools. So that's the black box view. And uh, well, that is of course uh, within the process of uh, safety um, development. This is uh, one process is called tool confidence and qualification is a part of it. So that's the black box view. And on the other hand, the white box view well, that's, of course, to look into how to build such a Q-Kit and um, what is inside this Q-Kit. And, of course, the first thing, as I mentioned, is the compliance claim. So uh, which parts of the standard is it uh, checking? Is it Does it support when the classification also, or is it only for qualification? Does it even support for the safe usage by creating a safety manual, or is this not covered? So those are the claims of a qualification kit and then of course put something that is helpful to demonstrate that the tool is used, mm-hmm. compliant with it so this might be typically test cases and templates to fill out and um, mm-hmm. arguments classifications those things go uh, into um, a qualification kit and we at validas we have model based qualification kits And uh, well, this is then uh, a cool thing because you can do it qualification within 15 minutes, for example. And we have a qualification support tool that guides the user through the qualification. And that's as easy as installing a software. You just ask where to qualify and then which version to qualify and which features to qualify. And then you press a button, all the tests are executed and the documents are generated. So this can be uh, very easy. 
And to build such a qualification kit, we have a qualification support tool or qualification framework with this tool that then runs the test cases and generates the documents. And for running test cases, we have something we call test automation unit, uh, which will execute the test cases, of course, as required from the standard in the environment of the user. So that's uh, what we build into our qualification kits. And well, we have good customer feedback from the customers, from our customers. So the end user uh, are saying, well, Validus qualification kit is easy to apply, something like that. And that's why uh, many of our customers, the tool providers, mm -hmm. like to build qualification kits with us. Because you make it so easy for them to just use it. We make their customers happy and that's what they like. But when it comes to building the QKit, are you trying to say that Validus can simply use the framework that it has developed and push any sort of project through it? Or do you have to adjust it and adapt it to particular projects to make it a little bit more specific? Yes, um, of course, our, the building of a qualification kit is always different. Mm -hmm. Um, we use the same framework, we use the similar methods, but for example, when it comes to work split, so um, we can do the all-inclusive qualification kit, which is uh, that we do everything. The customer just gives us a tool in the specification and we can do everything, including test generation and whatever. But that's quite rare because many customers um, have some already some test cases and we just need to find the gaps and close the gaps and they want to understand where there are the gaps and want to close the gaps on their own. And some customers even want to learn the model of qualification and just a bit of guidance with the qualification help. So these are different forms where, and different projects. And usually we, we make a workshop with the customer, the qualification workshop, where we build this roadmap and where we discuss the work split. And then we can make an offer and say, okay, this is the way how we will build your qualification kit for you. Where are the challenges in creating the framework that you use to qualify projects? Do you have to update it often or do you have something that's very reliable at this point in your career and you don't have to mess with it too much? Well, the framework is quite stable. We have been building dozens of qualification kit with it. But um, of course, we also learn, improve. Uh, and uh, think, um, well, there's a lot of knowledge already, know-how already in this framework, uh, how to generate good documents. And, uh, well, for example, there might be uh, a feature used in two different use cases. And the question is, do we need to run the corresponding test once or twice? And those okay. things we discuss and all this knowledge goes into the framework and then... Um, we uh, can make qualification kits that either run tests only once or that run tests for every use case. But even knowing those differences and having all these experiences is very helpful and uh, creates a lot of things. Well, let me say a qualification kit can be a partial qualification kit, so not a complete one. Typically, a tool can do a lot of things. Uh, it, it, it starts with a license installation, there is an online help, and there are other features that are not so interesting for the users, and it doesn't make really sense to qualify the help function of the tool or the license mechanism. But even uh, other features of the tool might not be um, qualified and might not be covered by a QKit. So, for example, if a tool can... 
uh, measure code coverage. There are different code coverage metrics and maybe different programming language it supports. And the most important, the most requested feature is MCDC coverage for C and C++. Well, and then the, um, the tool provider can say, okay, either we create a qualification kit that covers only C++ and C uh, MCDC code coverage, or we can do more. We can also um, qualify function coverage, statement coverage, branch coverage, uh, condition coverage um, for C, but maybe not for C++. Mm -hmm. So these are things um, depending on the user uh, and the, the use in the safety relevant applications, there can be partial qualification kits. And that's also very important to know because some people say, well, this is a tool, this has a qualification kit, but does it really cover my use case? Does it really work for C++ or has it also test cases for C++? So there's a difference between a tool having a feature, a rich set of features and the qualifiable set of features. And um, when selecting a tool, safety experts uh, look to the qualifiable features and not to the available features because for them it is not uh, um, important or not so useful if a tool has a real cool feature uh, let's say it supports java programming and code coverage on java and people like to program java but if this is not qualifiable then um, they cannot use java that's just a joke because Java usually isn't used in, in safety relevant applications. But just as an example, there are many tools that support Java as well, but usually they, these functionalities are not covered by the QKits. The users should look carefully when they select the tools and they want to use it for yeah. safety relevant things. Even if you have a hammer, not everything's a nail. You need to be careful what you do with it. While you were developing Validus's QKit, where did you find the most trouble? What were the largest hurdles you had to go through to create it? Well, it was the first, the idea we started out with the TCA, Tool Chain Analyzer tool, and then we had to do everything manual. And then in a single day, we had the idea, hey, can't we do a support tool? So having this idea, and then it took just a few days and a good implementer to do the first sketch of our qualification support tool. And then of course you do something here and there and there, and then it's like standard tool development. Of course, um, sometimes you do a wrong thing or you do something uh, that uh, makes some effort and uh, you need to rebuild it or whatever. You mentioned that having a tool qualification kit isn't even mentioned in safety standards. So does everybody use a certain framework like a tool qualification kit to do a safety analysis? Or is this something that's a little bit more rarely seen? Well, most people uh, are, use qualification kit and it's quite well established term, but uh, other people um, may use certificates. So a certificate is something uh -huh documenting that the tool has some properties and um, also if it's a good certify certificate it uh, shows which requirements it covers and uh, also has not so much to do for the user so this is also an alternative but it's not required in the standard to have a certificate neither to have a QKit. the standard just says you have to have 
to comply with those requirements. And you need to classify the tool and you need to qualify the tool and you need to document it. And you need to ensure that the tool is used according to the qualification. So um, that is also something which is important that it's not only the qualification of the tool, but then afterwards the usage of the tool to use it safely. That's why we do qualification. If we do just qualification after having used the tool, it doesn't make sense anymore. We need to qualify the tool in order to afterwards know how to use the tool safely. And that's why the tool qualification is part of the safety planning activities. So quite early in the ISO 262 processes, you have to do tool qualification. Now, we've talked a lot about what a good, useful QKit is. What would you say are the characteristics that tip you off immediately that you're looking at a bad QKit? How do you recognize it? Hmm. Well, a bad QKit is, uh, I think the first thing is if it's not clear which method they apply, um, which requirements they are compliant. That's something which is uh, maybe uh, a not so good qualification kit where uh, we where our customers have more questions and have uh, need more explanations and uh, need more help with that. And well, that's even a good business. So I know, uh, have seen a, on an exhibition, I see, okay, you have a qualification kit. May I see this? And they said, no, no, this is something very complex and takes a long time. And I was very happy and say, hey, if you want, we can build you something very easy that your customers can apply within 15 minutes. And they were saying, no, no, no. Well, we would lose a lot of money in, uh, in uh, because we make much money with supporting and tool qualification. So if we have a tool qualification kit that takes a month to apply, so then we can sell our consultants for a month. So this was really surprising me, but well, uh, that's their business. And if their customers are willing to pay that, then it's not my task to uh, change this. Validas. Safety for your tools and libraries. Contact us at www.validas.de and ask for a free strategy talk. Maybe the worst thing I've ever seen for a qualification kit, because a qualification kit is something that shall support you uh, with qualification, um, the worst thing I've ever seen was just a rewriting of the safety standard. So the ISO 262 said you have to determine the, classify the tool by determining the impact um, looking uh, and then the tool detection by looking to all potential errors. And within this QKit, there was literally this written. So they said for our compiler, you have to sit down and determine the impact. Okay, if there's an impact, you should you should figure out what could go wrong in our thing. So the only thing that the user was really helped, he didn't need to spend the money for the ISO 262 standard. But everything else was, was written in the standard was just rewritten in their QKit. So the help, the difference from buying the standard and having this QKit was zero. Uh -huh. So this wasn't really helpful, but it was called QKit and well, I think meanwhile they have improved it a bit, but um, uh, this was a bad uh, bad experience. So just imagine you expect something like Validas building in 15 minutes qualification and then you get uh, some sentences written from the standard mm. requirements. Definitely an example of a non-useful QKit. Well, yes, yes. So that's something <laughs> we frequently see, but maybe not so frequently anymore and people get better and better. and. Users have more and higher requirements, and that's where we are good. 
that is also uh, something uh, that I have uh, seen uh, people saying, okay, we have a qualification kit. That is, uh, here is the description of what you should do. And the description goes, okay, start a tool, load this model, select this element, and with the right mouse button, generate this report. Then review the report and whatever. So it's like um, an instruction for doing a release test. So this might also be, of course, used for qualification. But if you have a tool with 100 functions and uh, our release tests always take some one, two or three days, especially when we did them manually, um, this took a long time. And uh, if you have a qualification kit like this, users won't be so happy. Nevertheless, it's, it's valid according to the standard. The tool mm -hmm. is tested for the requirements in the environment of the user. Well, it doesn't say you have to do it automatically. So you can still do it manual. Uh, nevertheless, uh, in case you need some thousand test cases or some 10,000 test cases, manual execution isn't the best choice anymore. Yeah, after all, this is IT. If we're not all about automation of simple tasks, then we've missed the industry. Mm, yes, of course, true. Okay, that's it for today. We have seen what is a good qualification kit and what is a qualification kit. And this is everything that helps doing qualification. We've learned about model-based qualification kits and we shared a lot of how this is done internally and which, um, which good and bad qualification kits we have seen uh, in, in the environment here. So thank you for listening and want to say some personal words here regarding the Corona crisis. Work at Validas is going on. We just changed working mode. So most of us are working at home. We're having WebEx. Today I had six WebEx meetings with colleagues and so on. And I had no time to do my work. And maybe I do something in the evening right now. But that's the usual work at Validas. So that's what we love Validas for. Once again, thank you for joining us. Even in these unusual times, we are always happy to give you stories and information from the field of tool and library qualification. If you would like to learn more about tool qualification kits or Q-kits, we have already published several episodes on the topic, such as what is a good Q-kit or the one on tool test strategies. And you can find them linked in the description of this episode. But if you have any other questions for us, our email address is podcast at validus.de. That's it for today. Thank you for listening and don't worry about qualification. Be happy with Validas.